What's up, hardheads, and welcome back to the Hardcover Hooligans podcast. My name is Mac. With me, as always, is Danilo. And Danilo, I have a question for you. Go ahead. What are the two towers? (laughs) It's funny. I was just reading about this (laughs) earlier this afternoon. And I accept no answer that is not... Orthanc and Baradur. Yeah, Those true. are the two towers. That's what's up the right evil there. towers are the towers. I don't yes. really know what anyone else is. It's not Even some Tolkien is like well, dumbass metaphor. It could have been. No, wrong. It's about two tower. It's about how one tower is is a cheap, not as scary as the other one. That's the whole point. The two bad towers are right. the two towers. There's two evil towers. Like obviously, <laughs> that's what they're fucking talking about. Well, if you haven't guessed it by now. We are reading The Two Towers by J.R.R. Tolkien. This is book three uh, of the... Well, okay. This is book two (laughs) of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, but it is book three of, like, six. Um, So we are halfway through. Yes, because book two has within it books three and four. Yes. Which is a classically non-confusing thing that it's just straightforward. Everybody gets it. Uh, This novel was published uh, November 11th, 1954. It is the longest uh, book. Well, that, well, that's not true. The Fellowship felt longer. Well, yeah, because it has all that bullshit prologue. Oh, at, and, the, at the front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this this book is... Uh, the the narrative is told in two separate chunks. We, go, we will go back in time and visit what was happening while this first part was happening in the next book. Um, but Frodo and Sam are not in it at all this first half of this nope did you they might did as you find well that... be dead yes <laughs> which they don't know i mean they they, they don't could know be if they're dead. fucking dead they could have failed did you miss frodo and sam danilo i did but you know we got two hobbits in each half so i think that's it's true sort of, it balances out and we have all those that those gimli and legolas scenes here which oh, is yeah very good very very good okay so uh Danilo, you you have not read this before. Um, no, first time. What did you think so far? I enjoyed it. This definitely felt like a Lord of the Rings book. Yes, yeah, this is really more where... than you know the hiking trip that was the yeah. last book. Because like we meet a bunch of the other famous characters, like Theoden and Eomir and Eowyn, and there's one of the most famous battles yes. uh, in cinema history, which is also one of the sort of least big deals uh, <laughs> battles in the I book. <laughs> it it's takes like, like four pages, pages. <laughs> yeah. and that's Helm's Deep. Um, featuring confusing geography, not knowing where they are. Yeah, it is. It is confusing, isn't it? I noticed that everything's while I was called reading. the same. Yeah, there's like courtyards within courtyards and secret <laughs> entrances that lead to other courtyards. And they're like, and... oh, we're in the valley, but they're defending it like in the other valley that's narrower, but it's the same one. But then there's the other part that's even narrower that's the same one, and it's called this thing. But they're all also called this thing. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's it, it is interesting because because the end of this is how Return of the King the movie begins, um, with uh, the death of Saruman. Um, the Return of the King begins when they come upon Merry and Pippin like drinking right. and smoking, and then the big title card Return of the King happens. Yeah. But I in the in the book obviously that's not we get all this stuff here mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't end with helm's deep helm's deep just sort of happens and then they go confront saruman which is sort of the big feels like the bigger like confrontation and in the movie it does not yeah. feel like a very big it's not they don't have like a bit it's not like a 
they don't have a Mistborn fight, <laughs> but <laughs> it's not as big. Helm's Deep is not as it's like a big deal to the characters, but to you, the reader, it's not as big of a deal. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't read as a big action sequence. No. Yeah. Also, uh, no. I guess that was it. Oh yeah, Marion. I I always forget Marion and Pippin are also barely in this. It really is mostly uh, <laughs> a, the Gimli, Legolas, and Aragorn, and and uh, and, God, and, and don't forget and, tree and and, 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 a, and a white a guy, guy. <laughs> a, a white a white rider maybe. Yep. Yeah, and Treebeard. True, and Treebeard. Treebeard. Best. I love Treebeard. Us. That chap. Hey, we'll talk about it, but. Okay, good stuff. Okay, we'll get Tree Bird's monologue. We got is lots very, very to talk good. about, so we, should we do dive have in. lots to talk about. Okay, so we'll start right at the beginning. This is where we have left off. Aragorn's like, I wonder where that Frodo guy went, and then he hears the horn of uh, uh, Gondor being blown, and then a hard cut to Boromir is dead, full of arrows, <laughs> <laughs> and his sword is in eighteen billion pieces. And, the, and I know we talked about this last episode, but the chapter is called "The Departure of Boromir." <laughs> it sounds like he's just going to leave, and you're like, "Oh." perfect but That's no right. and he's dead yeah <laughs> off screen he's yeah he died he off has screen. like 20 or like he has like 20 headless orc bodies like surrounding him yeah and he uh tell he admits to aragorn what he did um and then when legolas and gimli come uh aragorn does not tell them what Arag- uh boromir yeah. told him now that's a that's a bro move it if is. I've ever seen one. <laughs> and and they and they give him like a Viking funeral where they put all of his weapons into a boat and they send him down the river into it. Well, and that's only out of necessity because they're like, that's we true. don't have time. We can't dig a hole. We don't have time to get the rocks. Yeah. And didn't they didn't they like put all the weapons of all the yeah orcs, all the orcs he killed too? too? The, yeah, that was which a nice is awesome. Touch. I want I want all of the like the belongings of all the people I've killed to be buried with me when I <laughs> when I pass on. So it's gonna be your what your grandma's walking cane, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I she hit me in the head so hard I ended up bleeding out, but I did kill her before before she before I succumbed to my wounds. And you did try to steal a ring from your little brother. Well, of course, and uh, now he's sort of like a dark wanderer. <laughs> he wears a scary hood, he's afraid of water, you know. Um, so they also realize that Merry and Pippin are gone, and Aragorn makes a choice. He has to make a choice. Does he go after mm-hmm. Frodo and Sam, um, or do do they go after Merry and Pippin? And he debates it. Listen, pretty obvious choice to a guy like me. They're going to rip uh, <laughs> Mary and Pippin into 18 million pieces and eat them, <laughs> which is no good. Wasn't there, because was, didn't he decide, like, oh, it's like, it'd be distracting if they had too much help or something? The, What's he, his reasoning? Well, he like, Mary and Pippin, there's no way Mary and Pippin are going to survive, but Frodo and Sam might. Oh, on their own. Yeah, on their own. I see. Which irony of irony is Mary and Pippin do just survive on their right. own? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're totally, like, totally fine. They have no problems. <laughs> so this is where uh, Aragorn has his sweet monologue where he's like, we're going to run so fucking fast. <laughs> it's going to yeah, blow the minds of everybody. Ran. <laughs> and it does. They run 125 miles in three days. Um, I think it's 145 miles in three days, actually. Oh, my God. And uh, Gimli also makes this run on his short little legs. Damn right. He's stout. Like, the movie would let you believe that Gimli does not like running. Wrong. Gimli (laughs) loves running. (laughs) Um, Especially when there's orcs to kill. This is a... 
this is one of those classic like Lord, watching Lord of the Rings with a man moments. But Danilo, did you are you aware of uh, <laughs> how yes. upset? Yeah, Vigo Mortensen was not happy that if you've never seen the two towers, there are a lot of very far away shots of the three of them running really fast, and like he has talked about just like it was the most exhausting thing of all time because they're wearing like full <laughs> yeah. like real armor. Yeah. But they run, they run uh, a long ass time, and then they find Aomir. They run into Aomir. Mm-hmm. Um, Danilo, would you like to talk about Aomir? Who we have not met before. Correct. He, yes, he is one of the. Oh, I think I, I think I remember this. He is the third marshal <laughs> of the mark. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I think he is a marshal of the mark. He is, of but I don't Rohan. know. I don't know about the third. <laughs> I believe you. I want to. I want to corroborate. Oh, sure. Now he is the third marshal nice. of the Ritter mark. Very nice. Nerd points for Danilo. Nicely done. Yeah. So Aomir, he's a beautiful. He's a crabby horse, dude. Yeah, yeah, he is. But he's so hand- he's got beautiful long blonde hair, and he's well, he's crabby. Tensions are high, right? We don't really know why, yes. but. Uh, it's because like his dad is being giga poisoned by a little freak <laughs> and he got kicked out and they got into like a big fight or whatever but uh, they but he and his like his horse boys have to still protect uh rohan from yeah, they still have to do it the orcs yeah yeah uh, but they they meet Arag- they don't know like there's like an alpha man and a dwarf which is very weird and he doesn't know mm. but eventually convinces Aomir that he is the Aragorn is the heir of Isildur and Aomir's like all right all right well, fine. Then he, and then they go like so we're uh chasing after maybe you've seen about 200 orcs uh <laughs> carrying two hobbits and then they're like well we just killed and burned 200 orcs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, but but no sign they found Aomir uh, says that they didn't see any hobbits no um so they find the the remains of the orcs in it's right in front of Fangorn Forest, um, mm-hmm. which is just like the it's just like you thought Mirkwood was scary. It's, it's <laughs> just like another scary forest, but it's scary in a different way. Yes, it is scary. It's like in a scary way. in an old way, not a scary in a dark and full of spiders. Right, way. right. it's a scary in an eight, yeah. Like they don't know what it is. <laughs> like they like you know it's a it's like if you saw a car, but you felt deep down you're like that's not a car <laughs> uh, if you're walking through a parking lot and you're like i think these cars might be alive <laughs> right if you ever think that you gotta get out of that parking lot <laughs> so they're camped on the they have their horses right because aomir gives them horses because they've been running yep. for, for i believe lends miles. them horses yeah. oh yes he says you have yes. to bring them back to the mark <laughs> And because like, oh, okay. Gandalf, because because they're like we're really mad at Gandalf because he just showed up and took our best horse, <laughs> which is a baller move by the way. That is so funny. Before he was even like Gandalf the White, like the all powerful Gandalf the Great was just like I want the best thing ever, and they're like fine, get, fine, leave. <laughs> he, fine. he went there and he saw that they're like all fucked, and he's like everything I have to do is much more important than anything you horse people are doing. <laughs> so I am taking your best horse. Which fair, you know, he was right. If he didn't, he, if he didn't have shadow facts, everything would be fucked up. Yeah, he'd have to walk everywhere. He would or run. <laughs> yeah. like, and there's no way Gandalf's running 145 miles to do anything. <laughs> um, he'd have the eagles take him. Didn't, I can't. We can't. Wait, I can't. <laughs> Why doesn't? 
uh, what's his name? Gua, Gua here, the fucking wind wizard or whatever. The Lord of the Eagles or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they, they, they camp, and then an old pervert scares away their horses. And it looks like... It looks like Saruman. It might be Saruman. Yeah, because they, like... That, that was very creepy. They're, like, yeah, sitting around the fire, and then, like, they, like, look, and there's, like, an old guy dressed in white by the forest. And then they, like, blink, and then he's gone. Yep. And then all their horses run away. Yep. And then we cut... Cut to uh, Merry and Pippin. Uh, back in time. We've gone back in time. Mm-hmm. This is when they, they they get captured by the orcs. There's this cool guy, Ugluk, who he, <laughs> he Ugluk. is uh from Isengard, is that right? Am I right about that? He Yes. He's not there's, one of the mountain orcs. He's got he's from Sauron's army. There's like three groups of orcs, right? There's yes, lots yeah. of there's a lot of characterization of the orcs. There's like yeah, there's like the normal goblins who are just like the goblins. They'll listen to whatever. Then there's the Isengard orcs, and aren't there like Mordor orcs there too? Yeah, the the I think the hang on. This is let me make sure that not that it's that important because they all end up dead. No, at the end but of the chapter. I can't ever but... remember if the Urukai are yes. Saruman's orcs are the Urukai, and they have the white hand. And they're like they're right. like the really scary ones because yeah, they're, they're the like ones half... like in the movie that are like birthed from like yeah. those crazy sacks underground. Because yeah. they're like I think the Urukai, yeah, they're like crossbred between orcs and men and men. Well, and I thought it was interesting to display like you don't I don't know if you get this like in the movie or you have a conception of this, but like the factions of the evil orcs, yeah. There's, like, the Urukai who are, like, on this quest from Saruman. And then there's, like, the other ones. And, like, they're all trying to, like, get credit, but also, like, do what they're told. But also they're, like, scared. And so, like, there is, like, an internal politics to this group of orcs. They're not just a mindless horde of evil yeah, goblins. Yeah, like evil, funny, goofy goblins. No, they, they, they actually have stuff going on. So, and, and speaking of stuff going on, a big old fight breaks out and a bunch of them die this is when earlier well the reason they capture mary and pippin is because they've heard from (laughs) saruman that oh we're looking for two hobbits and don't search them for anything we just want two hobbits we want them alive and they found two hobbits just (laughs) definitely the wrong they found two idiots which like saves you know thinking about like the whole story the fact that there's four hobbits like saves everyone <laughs> yeah yeah well the it's like the fact that there was nine chosen for the fellowship and remember that elrond didn't want pippin and mary to originally mm-hmm. come along so because if like these if they had taken if there are only two hobbits and the orcs took like the right hobbits right there wouldn't be have been this whole like wild goose chase for let's just say it they're expendable yeah. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things <laughs> i love mary and pippin but they're expendable. Well, they go on their own. They have a whole nother big part to play in the next book. So, so they, they like, they almost escape and then they don't escape. And then Pippin's like, Oh, I'll drop my leaf of Lorien on the ground. And then that's when we remember, because in the previous chapter, Aragorn and company find the leaf on the ground. Right. Cause, because the 
because the the way they do it is Aragorn and company are tracking them and they find all the hints and they sort of find out where they ended up at this like big goblin massacre and then the next chapter the next two chapters we see their journey with the orcs and everything yeah when the riders of Rohan kill the Rohirrim, if you will, kill all the orcs. That's when Merry and Pippin do finally escape, and they escape into the forest. And in the and forest, the reason they escape, oh yeah, is because a goofy guy with gangly arms is like searching them in the dark, like feeling yeah. them up. Yeah, because he's he's <laughs> looking for creepy. something. He knows something's up. Uh, and. Like, I think it's Pippin who was like, oh, wait, he's looking for the ring. I can make him think that I have the ring and he'll, like, carry us away. And then maybe we can escape. And that's what happens. He, like, tricks them. And then the goblin, he, he's, like, described. His his name is, like, Gricknock or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. Um, and he's described as having, like, long, yeah, he's got powerful long... <laughs> arms that, like, can each carry a hobbit. And they're like... Disturbed so by these arms, he's like carrying them, <laughs> like sack of potatoes. Does he? And then they stumble, ac- and then he stumbles across a uh, uh, rider of Rohan, and then he gets shot in the head. And that's how the battle starts. Yes, yes. And yeah. then the massacre starts, and Mary and Pippin sit and um, calmly eat a piece of Olympus bread. <laughs> you gotta. Uh, when you see a creep with gangly arms get killed, you gotta eat. It's almost funny. It's like a, it's like a comedy moment where like they're just eating and there's like, like a by the bank of the river, like, <laughs> <laughs> like in the background. So they escape uh, into the Fangorn Forest, and here we meet what I think everybody like. I think when you think of the Lord of the Rings, there's a couple things you think of, like the top three: the Ring, the Hobbits, uh-huh. and and the Ents. I, for me, yep. I feel like. Yeah. The ants are a huge part because they're so it's so interesting how Tolkien because they're here and then this is sort of it because like the whenever ants show up again, it's like in a it's like in a mysterious ancient sort of like, what the fuck is that kind of way? Mm-hmm. Like Treebeard just meets Mary and Pippin. He's like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> and they just like talk and have a very nice conversation. But when they appear again, like. In battle, it's like the scariest <laughs> thing of all time, which is so cool. Uh, and I, the, the their characterization is really great because you know Treebeard is slow, and they're like, I don't know what a hobbit is. We have a long list of yeah. every every creature that exists, and you're not on it. <laughs> and then he they starts go, like, like singing. He starts singing it, and very yeah. like, we don't have time for you to name everything that exists. <laughs> and he's like, we have to go to our end moot. And then they like sit around, and it's like, you guys aren't saying anything. And it's like we're thinking. Like it takes a long <laughs> time for us to think about stuff. Yeah, because because Treebeard, like, well, I guess Minnie and Pippin sort of tell Treebeard yeah. what's up, and then Treebeard's like. You know, maybe things are worse than I thought because they experience time super slowly. And he's like, gotta call all the Ents. Um, but first, let's spend a night in my end house. Yeah! Which seems like the best place in the entire universe. Yeah. And, it, and he says that, he's like, you gotta help us. Like, the reason Treebeard is gonna help is not because Saruman is evil. It's because Saruman mm. is like boiling all the water in the world <laughs> it's like <laughs> in like chopping down the trees for his war machine because yep. he's yep. against nature and this is like we he has a we mind about this. of metal and wheels yeah that's very awesome cool. 
we talk about this a lot like the bad guys in these stories are against nature and this is another mm. we talked about the dwarves uh being presented in a way because they are against nature this is like another separation of them and we'll talk about it more later like Gimli pretty much has a whole like no actually we love nature and we do it we just love it in a different way than you like there's literally like three pages of dialogue about it later but this is another <laughs> moment of like the bad guys in this universe are discordant to the natural laws of yep. everything oh no i was just gonna say Treebeard is this book's um uh oh tom bombadil just like this ah sure hyper ancient natural being who would not help were it not for like there is something directly affecting his like natural proclivity it's like mm -hmm. if you it's like if he wasn't allowed to he, he i wouldn't stop a murderer if i it, it would be like if i saw somebody getting murdered i wouldn't stop it because it's good to stop a murder i'd only stop it if they were like and then i'm gonna take all your food too and it's like <laughs> no you'd only stop it if you convinced every human being in the entire world to stop that murder <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's what the ant moot is about he yeah, gets all the ants together and they have to convince all of them and they talk for like two days straight yeah and treebeard uh gets mary and pippin a little babysitter named quick beam yeah because he makes up <laughs> his mind almost instantly because in the movies there aren't other ants they're just treebeard and he's like now we attack right and then they're they're like they like they're like cgi'd in the movie but there's there's no like other character who's an ant. yeah it's not a whole thing where Mary and Pippin go to this weird house and no. sleep on the bed. And the Ents like, you want to sleep on my bed? That's not for sleeping. That's for lying down. And then he <laughs> sleeps under. It. And then he sleeps under a waterfall. This is, I feel like, the part of these books that people don't like when they say that they. And I'm I, like, I love. Oh my it. god! This, I, <laughs> he gives them like crazy juice that yeah, makes them, the them strong. And they, they that grow makes like their hair trees. grow thick. <laughs> And they get like they like get like a little taller, maybe. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Uh, and oh, this is where uh, Treebeard tells them here that the Urukai are the orcs and men, like crossbreed. I was gonna say Treebeard also uh, tells them about the Entwives. Yeah, it's so sad. <laughs> you want to talk about this, Tadol? Yeah. So the reason there can't be new Ents is because. Uh, all the Ent women left one day and probably got destroyed. <laughs> um, they all like the all the Ent men just wanted to stand around and look at trees, and all the Ent wives were like wanted to like plant and grow stuff. I read on the internet someone was like, "Yeah, the, the Ent wives uh, wanted help with their chores," yeah, and, and the men the were like, "No the way." Ent men said no, and then the Ent wives <laughs> left. So now the Ents. There's no more new Ents. Nope. It's the last of them. At least that's what we think. I don't know. We'll see. The 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 book doesn't end with like zooming in on like the stomach of one of the Ents <laughs> and then there's like a little baby bump. And there's a tree. Tree beard doesn't have a baby scene. bump. <laughs> uh, right at the end. There's like really hardcore tree porno right at the end of this book. <laughs> yeah, and they have sex the human way. <laughs> Doggy, eyes closed. That's the human way. <laughs> <laughs> um so that the, they the big long conversation funny funny sad all the emotions experienced in the chapter tree yep. beard but at the end the ends are like all right we're gonna go kick sarabon's ass i think <laughs> and then we are insanely powerful and yep. scary and we are all gonna go at once now and then we cut back 
to Aragorn and Legolas, and they're like, or and Gimli. I'm sorry, I cannot believe I forgot Gimli. And they're like, fuck it, we're going into Fangorn. We got to find the the hobbits, and then they meet an old man, and and you and you're like, oh shit, it's fucking Saruman from the other night, and mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Gimli's about to, he's like. <laughs> he, they, they're on they're above the old man and Gimli oh, has yeah. his axe <laughs> he's like because yeah, what happened is Merry and Pippin meant tree beard on like a outcrop of a cliff and then Aragorn and everyone went up on his outcrop and then they like see an old man walking towards them in the forest yeah and then the old man starts climbing <laughs> Gimli's like I'm gonna fuck him up I'm gonna fuck him up <laughs> he lo- Gimli cannot wait to chop his chop into his fucking skull and then and they think, of course, if this was Saruman, he'd be, you know, rock climbing up to meet right. him. Right? <laughs> yes, he would have just blasted you from where he was standing. But he gets up, and there's a moment where he, like, because he's he's dressed in, like, like old, tattered cloaks still. Mm-hmm. And then he takes off his tattered cloak, and it's beautiful white, which, right away, you're like, oh, it is, it really is Saruman! Saruman. <laughs> uh, and, like, Dear or whatever, and he shoots an arrow at, he fucking shoots an arrow at Saruman, uh, or at the white this white guy <laughs> and the arrow bursts into flames and Onduril is uh Aragorn's sword is constantly being described as being lit with white fire. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's literal or just like I think it's just really shiny. Yeah. And then Gimli's like about to chop him and then Gandalf's like, Oh, I got gotcha. you. Got you guys. <laughs> it's me. It's fucking And then they're like, Oh my god, Gandalf and he has this classic moment where he's like, Yeah, sure. You can still call me that. <laughs> because he really isn't the same guy. I remember Gandalf. I love that part. Yeah, like... That always the... freaked me out when I watched that as a little kid. I'm like, what do you mean you're not Gandalf? You look like Gandalf. <laughs> I like that. And that's why I like Gandalf the Grey, because Gandalf the White kind of freaks me out, because he doesn't remember who he is. Yeah. Well, because he's like... Well, I know why, but... No, I know. <laughs> I know why. <laughs> no, you don't get it. See, he died and he came back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it always freaked me out too when I was a kid. Also, I that I wonder if that's a universal experience because I remember I didn't. He's like that is what they used to call me, and I'm like used to. <laughs> no, that's what I call you still. What are you, Gandalf? <laughs> Which I think is the question that that is trying to elicit. Yeah. Oh, that, absolutely. Um. So they Gandalf. They talk to Gandalf and they're like, "Well, we've been we've been chasing fucking Merry and Pippin," and Gandalf's like, "They're all right." They're fine. They're with this guy. <laughs> he's so cagey about the ends, this this Gandalf fellow. He's like, he's cagey about everything in this conversation. And Aragorn constantly <laughs> is like, I'm getting sick of your fucking riddles, old man. <laughs> Just tell me. <laughs> There's this moment where he says, like, there are old, there are eight, there are very old things here you wouldn't understand. And Aragorn's line is almost verbatim, like, I am so fucking old. I, I could understand <laughs> it if you just told me, okay? <laughs> and he won't tell him. Gandalf got, like... Gandalf, like, leveled up a bunch, but he also leveled up his, like, cagey sass, where yes. he doesn't tell anyone anything. I love it. Uh, but And is this also when he explains oh, wh- yeah. where he was? Yes. So he fought the Balrog and killed the Balrog. He's like, I went down to the depths of the deep that no one else has ever visited. Yeah, it's, like, it's almost like they ancient. fell out of time. Like, uh-huh. went so deep, it was in a different time or in a different world almost altogether yeah and then they went 
all the way to the t- tippy top of the tallest mountain yep and exploded out of it <laughs> fucking awesome and then fought for like four days and that was like and that was the storm you saw mm-hmm. uh and then he killed the balrog and then was reborn as saruman the white yep yeah he is he is saruman now but he's just not he's oh, gandalf so, sorry sauron the white no no saruman, you're right. gandalf Right. Yes. No, 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 but you were right. Like, Gandalf has that little bit line. Like, he is Saruman now. Like, the good, like, what Saruman is supposed to be. What, like, the is. role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the white. I mean, all of the all of the wizards have different color. Like, literally, are color-coded. <laughs> so there's one white, and that's him now. So who is the new gray? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Is that ever revealed? No. I don't know if there is a... Actually, that's so a good question, So you mean I could though. be the gray? <laughs> yeah. Is that what that uh, means? Yeah, sure, buddy. Because I don't think, uh, yeah, there's no... Now, who decides that? Is it, like, God? Who? That Gandalf is now Gandalf the White. He got no, a promotion. No, but he's, like, the... He's, like, the lead... Because he's not as... Pow- he says something like he is uber-powerful now. But it, mm. in the in the wor- in the land of people walking on two legs in Middle-earth, yes, he's probably the most powerful thing. But in the Celestium or whatever, no. Well, what I'm saying, how did he get his promotion? Like, who decided oh, because, that? Yeah, uh, uh, whatever the fucking, um, oh, no, I can't remember. Whatever the fucking, yes. Will, will we learn about this in the Silmarillion oh, when we yeah. read it? Yes, yes, <laughs> right. we will. Yeah, because there needs to be, like, the the head uh, Maiar or whatever, um, mm-hmm. the an- head angel, and it's gotta be like the pinnacle of good on the earth as like he's gotta be like the chief of police <laughs> and since the one fell to or the, the evil pope. side you know you could also say the pope no the chief of police <laughs> I think. Police. <laughs> yeah there just needs to be like balance or whatever because if there's no gandalf the white i mean everything is gonna everybody dies like nobody right. like Helm, they don't win helms deep if fucking gandalf no. the white doesn't show up with his w- random friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love... This was this always confused me in the movie as a kid. I was like, they fell down the hole and then they're on a mountain? I never... <laughs> until I read these this book for the first time, I never really understood that. And I was like, oh, they just like both walked up a flight of stairs forever? Oh, yeah. I was like... <laughs> They fought, and then they took a breather. Yes, and, literally. Like, walked up infinite <laughs> stairs. And then Gimli's like, I thought those infinite stairs were destroyed. And they're like, no way, buddy. You just don't know where they are anymore. They're still around. I love that, like, the the way that, like, Tolkien makes you feel like the world and universe is just so much bigger yeah. than you and older than you know through like details like that yeah like there are things that are gnawing at the earth down there it's like what <laughs> and like that's it that's it that's all he says that's the only thing he ever says about that ever <laughs> yeah. and it's like what the fuck is the point of any of this if there's like a big worm or whatever eating the world <laughs> that's why he never wrote another follow-up because then it's just the worm eats the earth <laughs> yeah, the end it's 15 pages uh so gandalf summons all their horses he's like i got i found i found them they they met up with shadow facts they're buddies now and they go toward uh Edoras, and when they get there it's like the most suspicious town of all time and everybody's <laughs> super high on edge and uh and Edor- Ed- edoras yeah edoras yeah Edoras, and that's the capital of rohan yeah and it's like a town and there's also like 
the golden palace right it's like yeah a yeah viking long house but it's all like made of gold or something yeah they're like vikings but instead of boats it's horses uh <laughs> and they go they're like we gotta meet king theoden and fucking hama this dumbass he's like he's the worst guard of all time uh, he's so okay so hama we learn he had one job later we learn he has one job and it's to not let anybody with a weapon into theoden king's hall <laughs> including wizard staffs <laughs> yes. like they're what like they did that wasn't even a gray area no, he, said he said including wizard staffs and 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 he argues uh with legolas and legolas like is five like five pages okay, of them arguing who's yeah. going in the <laughs> legolas drops it and he's like okay fine he somehow convinces the long lost uh, heir of Isildur to leave his ancient sword out just outside like on a wall and Aragorn's like this is uh, <laughs> Anduril the Flame of the West if you touch this I will kill you and your entire family <laughs> and I was like whoa okay and there's a really good moment here where Gimli's like oh well if it has Anduril to keep it company I could leave my axe here <laughs> he puts it down <laughs> and then uh, and then and then Gandalf smartly is like and here is my sword it's very powerful and uh, <laughs> and then uh Gam is like, unfortunately, he also said no wizard staffs. And both him and Aragorn are like, he's a fucking old man, you prick. Like, what are you going to deny an old man is walking? And Gandalf's like sort of crouches. He's I like, know. oh, look, because he's not barely old man. Right, because he's like still, he's like in gray rags still. Like, he hasn't shown his like splendor. And so Hama's like, fine, you can go in. And then as soon they take five, two steps in and Gandalf's like, oh! <laughs> uh, but here we meet uh i mean the ultimate creepy weirdo oh yeah worm tongue because isn't he mentioned earlier like theoden has this that or the king has this helper his name is worm tongue (laughs) (laughs) i like how there is a moment in this where gandalf meant like says something to the effect of of course that's not like his name it's just what everybody calls him and it's like (laughs) how deep it's like you got uh it's like you fell down an alt-right pipeline it's like if you had like (laughs) like some like creepy right-wing weirdo like in your bedroom all the time and you're like on facebook or whatever like that's real right there is the youtube algorithm you (laughs) know like it slowly pushes you more extreme (laughs) videos like you should click on that alex jones (laughs) compilation yes i should yes yes and you just turn withered and old sitting in your chair at home (laughs) you want to watch some sjw's get owned you should click on that Logic versus SJW <laughs> feminist. <laughs> no, no. Uh, That's right, folks. The alt right makes you old and wrinkly, so it does. don't do it. Don't do it. Don't That's do the it. only reason not to do it. No, no. Of course, you, nobody wants to be old and wrinkly. <laughs> so Theoden is old. Like he looks like shit. The no- the novel mm-hmm. describes like he is, like his skin is like falling off of his bones. He looks so much like shit, and. uh Gandalf is like, oh, uh, weird that I, the Theoden king I knew wouldn't let a little creepy boy talk to him. And then uh, Wormtongue calls him Gandalf Stormcrow, which is, I don't know, the coolest name of all time. Like, <laughs> Gandalf Greyhame and Gandalf Stormcrow are his names. They're bad at uh, insults. <laughs> Because it's supposed Storm to be an Crow insult. Worm, Wormtongue's like, this guy Gandalf keeps bringing in bad stuff, like a like crows uh, uh, bring in news of a storm, right. and so I call him Storm Crow. And it's like the coolest thing anybody's job. ever heard. 
and and Gandalf uses his staff, and uh, there's <laughs> it, it, the novel almost makes it sound like Wormtongue gets struck by magic lightning, <laughs> or like hold person. He like falls to the floor and like splays <laughs> down and like doesn't move. Yeah. And Gandalf's like, "I'll deal with you later." But the whole, but like this whole section is like worm tongue has like corrupted theoden with like despair right like because this is all like metaphorical fantasy stuff yeah where yeah he's like oh worm tongue has convinced them to like just take care of themselves and yeah, like be very the selfish. battle's gonna be lost and everyone foreign is like inherently suspicious because they're gonna bring trouble and everyone's gonna wiped out anyway so you should just you should just take care of yourself all that stuff and that's what's making him old and as soon as he stops listening to him he gets young again because we, everyone can do everything together i saw this funny tweet and this is literally what happens like this what gandalf suggests uh it was like we need more men in mental health care because uh, when Gandalf sees that Theoden is sad, he gives him a sword to just swish around, and then he is better. Like that is, <laughs> like that's literally what happened. Like Theoden, once Wormtongue is like gone, Theoden is still like old, but he's like starting to come out of this fog. And there's a moment where he like realizes he sent Aomir to the dungeons, and and uh, he's like, "Get my sword, get my sword!" And as soon as he gets his sword in his hand, he's like. Oh, thank God. He, like, stands a little straighter, and his, like, hair is starting... There's, like, color in his hair again, and... Uh... It's like what happens in the movie. And I was always, when yeah. I was younger, very confused about that. And, um, and that's just what happens in the book. Yeah, it is just what happens in the book. Um, through the power of, like, being kind, King Theoden becomes, a like, a human being again. Being a good king makes him young again. This is also where we meet the second and final woman. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Our boy uh, Two women who probably don't talk to each other ever. No. <laughs> but at least, I mean, Eowyn does have a pretty uh, monstrously important moment in uh, the next book. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, she's in this book and she's uh, maybe in love with Aragorn and maybe Aragorn... She's a sister-daughter or something? They're all calling each other like... Yeah, yeah. Aemir, Theoden's like, yes, my sister's son. Yeah. Which is like <laughs> a weird way of saying nephew. Yeah, I know. It is. Uh, <laughs> it is. And uh, this is uh, Eowyn, my sister-daughter. And she will watch the kingdom when I'm away. Yeah, she becomes the So the paying king. progressive points for... There is this, it is, there is like, he's like, yes, and she will be in charge of the old and feeble and women here. (laughs) But there is this very... All the useless people who I leave behind. (laughs) I guess she can watch over them. (laughs) There is this moment... No one else important is going to be left. No, we can't leave any of the boys here. They're my boys. They need to come with me. (laughs) There is this moment, though, where they're about to leave and Aragorn turns around and Eowyn is like standing like stanced up at the top of a staircase like in full armor with like resting on her sword it is like one of the coolest images uh in this book i think um well then she like insta love falls in love with him right yeah or is oh, yeah is in love or is like or is checking like, him out or or like recognizes that like he's like a fig how would you not be smitten with a figure out of mythology <laughs> like literally right. like stepped out of the pages of <laughs> and and like he's not got he's with legolas and gimli like 
Obviously, it's like saying, be the most like saying Leonardo time. DiCaprio in real life. Yeah, You'd be like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, right. It's like seeing a celebrity, but it's yeah. like seeing a no. It's like if you saw like James Gandolfini today, you'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> with a with a bright sword. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he's, he's here like, to be president of the United States. States. Yeah, it's like if you woke up tomorrow. <laughs> And James Gandolfini announced his run for presidency. <laughs> he has a sword. Yes, and he has a beautiful sword. I'd vote for him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah, they give... <laughs> Wormtongue wakes up and he's like, you can't go to war, Theoden. You're going to get in trouble. You're going to get hurt. <laughs> and he's like, no, Wormtongue, come with me. You can prove that you're good. And he's like, I cannot do I that. <laughs> They give him so many options, like, so you can come with us and prove your valor in battle, or you can run back to the evil place if that's what you are. And he's like, I gotta go take a walk. <laughs> and then he spit, he hawks a loogie right on the ground and runs. <laughs> and there's this moment where, like, the guards start to chase him, and he's like, no, let him go, and give him everything he wants. <laughs> uh, which is a good thing he does, because he... Because he's nice now. Throws a big, he ends up being very helpful. later. <laughs> yeah. He ends up being very helpful in a dumb way later. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so they leave and, and they're going, they're riding to war. They're going to go stop. They're going to go, what are they going to do? They're going to go to war. Like what? Hell, aren't they just going to Helm's Deep? Cause like, that's where the orcs are going to attack. There's going to attack. Yeah, I think sure. so. Like, oh, like, aren't they like, oh, a, they know like a big army has left Isengard oh. and is marching to Helm's yes, Deep, right? Yes. And they're like, we have to beat this army. Good thing we have horses. Yeah. And we're close. So they make it to the the fords of Isen, which is just close to rivers near Isengard. And he sees, this is the first time Legolas sees a big, like, a, a cloud of smoke has turned the moon red. Or no, it's turned the sun. <laughs> it's turned the sun red. And he's like, what the fuck is that? And they're like, it's probably nothing. Let's go to Helm's Deep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then Gandalf's like, I really gotta go. I have to take care of something. And it's so funny because Gandalf like, constantly he is does. like, oh, wait, I would love to go with all of you at every point in this book. He's doing this. There's uh, something I forgot. I just wanted to mention uh, in the previous chapter. Mm-hmm. Gimli is, he is so in love with Galadriel. Like there's a moment where... Aomir is like, I'm really sorry for saying that Gladriel probably isn't all that. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I bet you fucking are. <laughs> <laughs> and as like, and as and as uh, the because like Gimli is sick of riding on the horse with Legolas, Aomir lets him ride with him, and he's like, Fuck yeah, like we're gonna be best friends forever. Gimli is my favorite character. I think he is Gimli's my favorite great. character. Yeah, he's great. Um. So yeah, they get to Helm's Deep and Gandalf leaves and then 18 quadrillion orcs show up and they're like, man, we could really use Gandalf. <laughs> uh, and so the, it's like in a, Helm's Deep's like in a valley. And yeah. then like the, the castle is like at the narrowest part of the valley. And right? a lot of it is underground or like deep in the ground. Right. More so than it's portrayed in the movie, right? Yeah, a thousand percent. Because there's like a okay. whole moment where Gimli's like, it was so beautiful down there. Yeah, there's like the glittering caves of, yeah. and it's like the most beautiful things the dwarves have ever seen. Uh, yeah, but you're right. It is a little confusing. 
Because it, what's like it's just like the deeping comb, and there's yeah, the like comb. a river, yeah. And there's also another river, and then there's a creek that goes underneath. Um, it, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't matter. Um, but I'll tell you what does matter is Aragorn and Eomir solo, or like the two of them are defending the gate. And oh, so is that is the gate's like the separate part? Is that the part they like keep running? That to back the gate towards, that so they like defend the gate and then they like oh no that's a different thing isn't there like another town there's two there's like a gate okay so the in the movie to use the that first gate that is being defended is like where those guys with bombs blow up in the movie the battering ram right and then yeah right the battering ram and then there's yeah. like there's like an an area where you would imagine would be like guard houses and barracks, I think. Sure. And then there's like a second gate, and then behind that is like a court, is like a raised courtyard, or, or okay. a, sorry, a courtyard that like gets lower and lower into the ground, and then like above it and all around it are like those walls and rampways that like reach down in in different ways because that's like the secret there's like a moment where aragorn's like oh no we can go this way and then they take like a secret route or all the way through around and out and then kill a bunch of orcs and then like yeah dip back in it is a confusingly described like i think it's very cool because it's like impossible to sort of wrap your head around like the beauty yeah. of helm's deep i wonder if i can't find like a book I tried to I tried to look at like a map of it, but I didn't. You know, I read it and then looked at it, and I'm sure if I had like, yeah, yeah. I, okay, so here's a picture. Okay, so you see oh, what I mean? Like, so we there's the deeping comb, which is like the big field. Oh boy, and there's the Hornburg. Oh, so Helm's Deep isn't even like the the. Berg. It's like a whole thing. It's like the whole deep tunnel yeah, back yeah, in. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then the stream goes all the way through. Right. Gotcha. This, and then like the deep Helm's Deep turns which leads into the, the caves. caves. Yes. Got it. How do you come up with this? This is crazy. I don't know. I know it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but they anyway they they do a big battle and it's awesome. Um, and there's the excellent part that I. I, I can never believe is actually in the books and not an invention of the movie where Gimli and Legolas are. <laughs> That's what uh, I was going to say. Yeah, are actually comparing their kill counts as they're slaughtering orcs, <laughs> which is awesome. And it's actually played as a running joke and they're trying to one up to each other. <laughs> yeah. I read that and I'm like, That's in here? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. And, and, and they lose Gimli. Because he like went to go defend, or he went to go stay with the king, and there, and after a big battle, and uh, or after they they sort of lose track of Gimli and a and a bunch of the people, they hear a horn blow, and they look to the east on a hill, and they see like a bright shining light, and Gandalf has come with that guy. <laughs> What's that guy's name? I don't have it actually written down so here. So were they, was it another fact? Oh yeah. Cause like they sent, didn't like old wrinkly Theoden, like send a bunch of other riders to Isengard or like a bunch of other riders went to Isengard to do battle and they were like presumed dead. Yes. Uh, but then yes. Gandalf found them and they ended up being alive and he like saved them. And then he brought them at yeah. the end of this battle. Right. Yeah, he had a thousand men like rat like garrisoned 
His name is Urkenbrand, and Gandalf went to go get them and bring them back because they were going to need it. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Who can forget Urkenbrand? Yes, he's in this book forever. No, he's not. He's just in this one part. But he's, like, really important. <laughs> he's almost... A, he's, it, the book almost portrays him as, like, more important than Gandalf. Like, at least for the Rohirrim, because they see, like, this... Because he was like their general. Yeah, he's like one of the big guys. Based on my, because remember, Aramir was the third marshal, and I so think Urkenbrand was the first marshal. Oh my so. god! Oh my! Um. Oh yeah. Well, also, so before the battle, uh, there there's like no forest, and then they go to sleep. And then there's like weird noises, and then they wake up, and there is a forest. There's a huge forest <laughs> behind the whole orc army, yeah. as far as I can see, which is very scary. It is very scary. And then when all of the orcs flee, they flee into the forest, and nobody ever found their bodies ever again. Yep. And now I learned, but a couple hours ago, that this is actually in the movie, in the extended edition. It is. They run into the forest, which I saw, and I'm like, have I not seen the extended editions then? Or at least for two towers. I may never have seen the extended oh editions. Oh my god. They, gotta... I, I, wonder if, I wonder if I've always thought I'd seen the extended editions because the theatrical versions are so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. But no, there's a whole... Uh, yeah, that... the. Uh elves singing in the forest from the first book is only in the extended edition um the mouth of sauron which is a part in the third book is not in the normal movie it's only in the extended edition damn well i recently uh bought all of the theatrical extended versions on 4k uh uhd so nice okay so the battle's over gimli shows up he's got a huge bloody gash in his head and he's like, I killed more orcs than you, Legolas. And then he's like, all right, fine. I guess you did. <laughs> and Gandalf, uh, bring. he's like, I got bad news again. We we should probably go stop What's-His-Face also. And they're like, all right, fine. So the boys are back. But Theoden comes along, too, because he's like, I should see this through to the end. And they they all ride through the forest, but the forest, like, sort of parts. They're like, oh, should we yeah. go in there? Because a bunch of orcs died in there. And Gandalf's like, it's fine, just follow me. And then they go through, and uh, this is where Gimli is like, wow, Legolas, you really missed it. There's, like, this beautiful cave down there, and, and, like, all this stuff, and blah, blah, blah. And Legolas is like, oh, I don't really think that's for me. And he's like, no, it's for everybody. You just have to appreciate. He has, like, three pages of, like, dialogue all about, These like, caves. caves and how dwarves mine. And Legolas is like, all right. If I'll go visit the caves with you after all this is over if e you come and visit Fangorn Forest with me. And he's like, oh my god. He's like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> he's like, that's not what I want to do. But he says, well, listen, there Isn't there a whole thing where Legolas is like, you know, if they're so beautiful, you might not want to have the other dwarves come because they're just going to want to like right. and take like, it over and mine no. it all. And Gimli's like, it is so beautiful that no dwarves would ever mine it, you fool. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. They get, I love their friendship. It's, it is awesome. Uh, and so they, it's like actually good. It's not, like I know a, it's not like a corny funny or, joke. No, they really love each other. And they'll only keep loving each other more. It's not like they have some Amazing. falling out bullshit. It's just they get stronger. <laughs> so then uh, they see the Ents. Oh, right. They see the Ents for the first time. And, uh, well, they see, like, what 
the book describes is like they look like big tall giants with a bunch of fingers and they're wearing uh cloth made out of uh, like brown cloaks and gandalf's like mm, those are walking trees and <laughs> they're walking trees uh it, doesn't he talk to like tree beard at some point and he's yeah, like that's a hey, little... thing yeah that's later thanks thanks for uh killing all the orcs with your forest <laughs> yeah. um How's uh, Isengard? And they're like, we fucked up, Isengard. Yeah, they already did it. Like, Go. that was the smoke that they saw coming in. It wasn't yeah. the bad thing. It was the good thing. It was the ants beating up Saruman. <laughs> and he's like, you guys should go see what we did for yourselves. Because that was crazy. And but then he first, leaves. First they see, uh, they find, they, they reach Isengard and discover it's been destroyed. And Legolas is like who is that over there and there's two people <laughs> sitting and as they get closer it's mary and pippin smoking pot and eating food and they've been they're <laughs> totally fine so clearing up the geography of isengard isengard is not the tower correct in my brain isengard has always been the tower right but Orthanc is the tower yeah isengard is like the area slash it's like a like an old irish fort type structure where it's like it's like on a raised yeah there's like a big raised bowl right and then yep. there's like a door in like the edge of this like the, like the great plateau from legend of zelda yeah. Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah. it's like a plateau made of walls and there's like a gate right and then there's like a ramp that goes up and pops you out in front of the tower. Yeah, the or big near tower. The tower yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The ta- and the tower is um, described here as being like a cheap imitation of or like ha- has been twisted into like being some a loser's version of Sauron's <laughs> tower, which is Baradur. Uh, no one, Mordor. no one, try to copy Sauron. He's no, the, just don't do it. He's the OG. Just don't yeah. do it. It's like wearing a fake <laughs> Gucci belt. You know, it's yeah. embarrassing. Uh, right. So, so here is when the ends are like, yeah, we, uh, we, we fuck shit up. Well, and then Mary and Pippin talk about what the Ents did here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because Gandalf goes to talk to Treebeard, and they're like, Aragorn, you want to come with? And he's like, no, we're going to hang out with these guys that they we're thankful to see. food, and we're kind of hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and then the way that, like, Pippin and Mary just, like, we were kind of off to the side, but, like, the Ents all sort of started walking, and they kept getting close, and there weren't any orcs left because they all went to march in Helm's Deep. And then they just started ripping apart stone, yeah. and they describe it like as if, you know, the roots, the way roots go through stone, like over the course of like hundreds of years, happened like in a moment. So they were like ripping these stones in half and just throwing them. It's fucking awesome. It's so cool. And then Saruman. Oh yeah, no. Can we sorry, clear up the the and they cause a flood, right? Right, because so Sauron tried to light them all on fire because uh, so Sauron Saruman didn't make the dam beforehand, or did he have a dam on the River Eisen? I don't know if he made the dam. All right, because because I think in the movie there's a dam. Yes, right? there is a dam that. But they in destroy. the book, in the book, the way I sort of read it is there's not a dam. But, like, the ants make a dam and then, like, redirect the river to, like, flood all of Isengard. 
the Ents built it to flood Isengard. Got it. I, the okay. quote is, uh, in the afternoon, we walked around the circle and went to have a look at what was going on. There was a great shadowy wood of horns at the head of the valley and another around the northern wall. We did not dare to go in, but there was a rending, tearing noise of work going on inside. Ents and horns were digging great pits and trenches and making great pools and dams, gathering all the water of Isen. We left them to it. <laughs> we, le- we left them to it. <laughs> <laughs> And the Huorns are like the alive trees, but they're not so alive that right. they uh, walk around like ants. Because Treebeard isn't like, you can't think of tree, Fangorn, or Treebeard means Fangorn. Like, he is the forest, if that right. makes sense. But it's he's not, like, yeah, he's like the guardian of the forest. Right. right, it's not as if they all have like some cool tree name and... Yeah, well, they des- they describe it as like the Ents are like the shepherds of the trees. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are there are real tree. There are trees, and then there also are like it's like if goats looked like little people. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> I mean, that is what it that is what it is. Anyway, oh, they also say uh, that the. Treebird's like, yeah, Wormtongue showed up and I let him through. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so they know where Wormtongue is. He's in the tower with Saruman. And everybody's dead. There's no more orcs. Saruman's trapped in the tower. And and Gandalf uh, is like, hey, you know, you, you flooded all these underground caves and caverns. Uh, if they leak out, uh, just fill them up again. Treebird's yeah. like, you got it, bud. <laughs> We, well, we'll get to the part of what happens after yeah. they talk to Saruman. But so they go and they talk to Saruman, and he and he shows up, and he's like, "Oh, no, oh this is not what it looks like. This <laughs> <laughs> is a huge misunderstanding, huge, huge." And this is when Saruman tries to gaslight yes. everyone. Like this and he is a almost full chapter. Does it. He almost does it, <laughs> which it just shows like. Oh, there's a moment we didn't talk about this. It's not just an army of orcs. There's also like wild men, which are just yeah. like people. It's just, just like dudes who just like live in the forest. And Saruman told like gaslit them into thinking that like somehow Rohan was the bad like, guys, the yeah. ones who had sided with Mordor. Uh, so he's a good. He's a number one gaslighter. Don't let. Don't let uh, Saruman on Tinder or, or uh, Bumble or whatever. He will ruin somebody's life. Yes, Rohan is bad. Yeah, oh yeah, I guess yeah, you're it right. Is. Fuck Rohan. Put it that way. They think he's so good. They're like, this has happened to Theoden before. It's gonna work. He's gonna it's like Theoden's gonna believe him. But no, Theoden's he's not about that anymore, man. He's got he's been hanging out. He's been doing therapy with Gandalf. Do we, do we we talked about when we read the hobbit where like the the people of, yeah they're um, easily persuaded <laughs> the people of lake town are easily persuaded that is sort of what this scene feels like where the entire army is like yeah you know saruman has a really good point and then gandalf <laughs> says some things and like oh wait what was i thinking of yeah. course gandalf's right because gandalf breaks his staff and it, and yeah gandalf uh, gives him one more chance it's like you're gonna be good and, Sar- and Saruman's like, no. He's like, all right. And he breaks his staff and expels him from the wizard council. Right. And then Wormtongue, and then, uh, Wormtongue does his cool thing. And Danilo, would you like to describe what happens? <laughs> yeah, Saruman like, goes in and starts crying. And they all stand around like, we should have dealt with him, huh? And then uh, a glass orb sails out of the tower <laughs> and lands kind of far from all of them. Yep. And then they're like, that was weird. 
<laughs> and later on, after they find out, they're like, oh, that was a, that was a very valuable orb. So uh, Wormtongue probably just threw that out because he was angry. <laughs> and that's and why we like have it now. An so. incredibly important future telling item. So this is, I mean, right here is a huge difference from the movie mm-hmm. in the book also. This is where Saruman dies in the movie. Yeah, but Saruman doesn't die in the book. No, which is leading Ever to Ever or now? Or... Uh, now. It's leading to a, a big thing that's not the scouring. Saruman is oh. responsible for the scouring of the Shire, which if it's oh. not in the if it's not in the movie, he can die here, but it is in the book. Right, so. right. Right, so Pippin grabs the Palantir. And that's the big glass And orb. he keeps fucking looking at it. Yeah, and he can't stop looking at it on the way back to the horse horse town at Oras. And uh, Gandalf, this is all uh, one for one from the beginning of Return of the King, where after everybody's asleep, Pippin's like, I can't even get my little grubby little mitts on there. I need to touch it, I need to touch it. And then uh, when he does, uh, it can like... <laughs> Pippin is... This is crazy. Like... <laughs> He gets like mind <laughs> fucked. He gets like possessed by the by Sauron, <laughs> Sauron, the dark, the evil dark lord. Yeah. Pippin meets Sauron, and 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 Sauron thinks that Pippin is the god, the is Hobbit. the guy, the Hobbit. Which I think is a great. I never like put that together for whatever reason. Right. I right. I, I like yeah, but it's like. Oh, and that's why Gandalf at the end, like, he's like, okay, well, Sauron thinks you have it, so we're gonna like make him still think you have it. Yeah, and so they go, they you. make a beeline for Minas Tirith, which is the right. capital of Gondor. But yeah, he like he looks at it, and then he like sees the eye, and I think this yeah. is like this must be where they get the imagery of the eye from I the movie, so, yeah. where like, and he, it's he's like doubled over, and he freezes, and then he like comes to and is like. Talking about, like, where is he? Where is he? I was just talking to him. It's scary. It was it very scary. scary. But, I mean, unless I'm forgetting something, I think that's it. Yeah, and then, yeah, Gandalf takes Pip and is like, all right, so Sauron thinks you have it. We are going to fast travel on Shadowfax <laughs> yeah. to oh, yeah. Minas Tirith. Shadowfax, I like how it's described. In, in the movie, it's like, oh, it's a fast horse. In the book, it's like, no, it's like a pre- it's like a supernaturally fast horse. It feels like it can like jump between like it's locations. Like floating. Yeah. Well, yeah. Pippin describes it as like they are stationary and like the world is moving <laughs> underneath them. <laughs> That's so cool. And he gets a little nap on the horse. That's that's book three at, at two ta- uh, of of the Lord of the Rings, and so the just to confirm, yeah, Gandalf is using Pippin as like bait, basically. Yeah. All right. yeah. Well, because Gandalf so I don't know if that's explicitly said. He also doesn't know that, or I can't. Oh, that's a good. I was gonna well, say because he talks about because why else would he like take Pippin with him, right? Right, but I think he he doesn't know that they're also leading. They're going right into another bad situation at Minas Tirith, where Denethor oh, has like gone sure. crazy, sure, and fucking uh, Faramir, who we'll meet next time. But well, and we uh uh oh yeah, so the the orb was a magical seeing device called a Palantir. Yeah, it's like one of the nine Palantiri. Yeah, yeah. and. Gandalf figures this all out, and it was how Sauron was able to corrupt Saruman. It's like yeah, because he was just like magic, he was communicating magic Skype with it. Orb. That's literally yeah. It's such a shame the fall of Saruman. So he's not a wizard anymore. Or well, he's not part of the 
council anymore, mm-hmm. but he's still powerful, and he's not the last we'll see of him either. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's it. That's an exciting part. There's a lot going on. This is yeah. really where shit's kicking off. Yep. This feels like Lord of the Rings, baby. And then, I uh, hope you like Gollum, because... <laughs> <laughs> wow. If you don't, they do make a lot of... The good part is, like, they make a lot of progress in this next set. Right. Like, this next section, in perspective of the movies, ends post Shelob, if you remember that. Oh, it, They okay. go all the way through that. So, like, halfway through the next movie, basically. Yeah. Like, or more. That's Damn. why Return of the King... Return of the King is pretty short um yeah i was flipping through it it's like half appendices yeah which will be exciting to i'm very excited to get to that too i think we'll have our own episode on the appendices when we do okay, that we'll, do, we'll probably do one episode on return of the king and then the next one will be on the appendices and then it'll be the summer yes it will and boy <laughs> i can't wait for that yeah so this this is all this is awesome like i fucking love this yeah this whole was, bit here it was great Peak peak fantasy. How did how like how did you feel like rereading? I know you've you've probably read these books a couple of times. You got like I mean, it, new it, stuff out of it. You know, new enjoyment, new things that I, bothered I, you. Anything? I don't know if I get new stuff out of it, but it does. I'm all it, like I just have the biggest stupidest like smile like on my <laughs> face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just so like when Gimli like that whole bit with Gimli and Legolas talking about the caves. I just like man. I love that. There's, there's no like these. I have spent so much fucking time, like either reading or fucking doing analysis or like watching analysis about this stuff that it's hard for there to be like new things to sure. to, to get me. That'll really be with the Silmarillion. I, 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 I have not spent as much time uh, dissecting mm. the bot, the fantasy Bible as I have uh, these <laughs> books. But yeah, I mean, this is. Uh, um, when I think of the Lord of the Rings, a lot of this is what I, I think of, except I do miss, I love Frodo and Sam and I miss that they're not in this, yeah. but they have their own. There's a reason the entire second, they go through a lot. They go through a lot. <laughs> and I think it's interesting to, to split it off. It, that feels like such a modern choice to have the story yeah. split like that and have it that be. Didn't, I was surprised by that. There's like flashbacks in this section and like the story is told out of order and or like you don't you know you don't see the ants destroying it you get you cut away before it happens and then other stuff happens and then you have two characters telling you what happened right yeah which feels i think very like um like ancient text sort of thing like beowulf-esque or like i don't know if you've ever read like the odyssey but no i haven't half of that or more than that is a flashback Mm. it's like odysseus it starts off he like watch it's it starts halfway through his story and then it's him telling the first half of his story to like the guy whose house he's staying at like the king he's next to so like all the stuff about like the cyclops i'm pretty sure is like him telling a room of people about it yeah yeah, I like that. I wonder what the I, I wonder how different this book is if it's just sort of like every other chapter is Frodo and Sam and then it's back to these guys. I wonder like what do we gain and what do we lose from it being structured like that? Cuz cuz if you don't cuz if you're like the reader, it's like what if Game of Thrones, what if a Game of uh, Song of Ice and Fire novel or like a season of the show even was just like 
just the first six episodes are Jon Snow, and then the last bits are everybody else. Because, like, in the books, I feel like there was always moments with those where you'd see, like, the name at the top of the chapter, and you'd be like, fuck, like, I don't want to do this. So I, <laughs> I wonder if, like, you weren't the biggest fan of Frodo, then you were like, oh, shit, but then you have an entire second half of the book to just spend with those characters. Or for me, there's, like, a, uh, like a wait, what what happened to them like sort of the whole time in the back of your head yeah it's almost like a tension thing where like you know you see like in miniature you see like aragorn and them tracking mary and pippin and you're like what happened to mary and pippin and then it goes back yeah, that's true and then you see what happened to mary and pippin and like sort of same with like the end thing you're like wait what happened and then someone tells you and you're like oh okay and then it's sort of the thing with Frodo and Sam. You're like, where do they go? What are they up to? And now finally you're like, oh, now we get to go with them. But yeah. I can see how that might be tough when you're, um, when you're, if you don't like them. Because like I recently read a book of a different fantasy series. And for the whole half of that book, I'm like, where are the main characters? Because we just <laughs> big cliffhanger at the end of the last book. And then when they come back, you're like, Oh fuck! Hell yeah! Here we go. Nice. It was and it was great. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. Except except when our characters come back in the second half of this, it's not in like a cool heroic it's not a way. big epic <laughs> no. army way. It's three dudes. We're getting lied to by a each other. gremlin. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, three dudes who are mad at each other who are high. Who are, it's like three yeah three friends who went, got in a big argument and then went on a hike. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm very excited to to keep going. We are almost yeah. done, which feels weird. Yeah. But I'm I mean, I'm enjoying these books. I'm liking them quite a bit. Nice. Good. Good, I'm glad. Uh if you have any thoughts or comments about Lord of the Rings or about our podcast, you can email email you can send us an email at hardcover hooligans. <laughs> email at hellofresh.org. <laughs> Eat meals. Uh at hardcover hooligans at gmail.com. Um uh, we're also on Instagram. Uh, we're on TikTok. We've been posting TikTok. We're on TikTok, so, uh, YouTube, and YouTube. Shorts, uh, <laughs> and and normal YouTube. But the thing, the shorts from TikTok are also on YouTube Shorts. Yeah. Um. So yeah, check us out. The YouTube thing is weird. Like the it's like at it's also at Hardcover Hooligans. Um. Mm. That's how it works now. Thanks for listening. Yeah, I think that I think that about covers it. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Stay hard. Stay hard, you hooligans. <laughs>